if you choose, if you decide that making money gets to be fun, if you decide that you want to only work two or three hours a day and make a ton of money, if you decide that you following what you love doing and going all in on your passion is going to make you $100,000 or seven figures, you will be shown examples of that and I guarantee it. This is the Alchemized Life Podcast and I am your host, Ava Johanna. Transformational mentor, speaker, teacher, and most importantly, a woman on a mission to bring wellness to the world. This podcast was created to bridge the gap for anyone craving more love, health, and happiness in each and every day. And with every episode, you will receive practical guidance to create magic in your own life. Combining the expertise of wellness visionaries and thought leaders, each week we will bring it back to basics and provide you with the tools meant to empower you to thrive emotionally, physically, and spiritually. So together, let's ditch the mean girl, you can't sit with us vibes, grab your favorite yoga pants, and start to find your uniquely alchemized life. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Hello, welcome back to the Alchemized Life podcast. Ava here, and I am, as usual, as I always are, because I always am, so excited to be bringing you this solo episode. So I did a little bit of stalking. I looked into my analytics, looked at some numbers, and not surprisingly, you guys love conversations on money. And you know what? I do too. And so today I wanted to bring you an episode all about money and three things that you can start doing today to shift your relationship with money and actually start to become a magnet for greater levels of abundance, overflow, and, you know, just like avalanches of money flowing to you. And so this is a topic that I literally never thought that I would teach on. This is a topic that I literally thought that I would never have any authority on because for those of you that know, and then those of you that are newer to the podcast, I have not had great relationships with money throughout my life. And I haven't really ever been modeled great relationships with money throughout my life, as I'm sure many of you can resonate with, Uh, you know. Isn't that a shame to have to take on all of our parents' beliefs and stories and their own crap and bring it into our lives? But what a gift it is to have this podcast and to have these spaces where we are starting to do the work to uncover a lot of those limiting beliefs, a lot of the subtle things that we do and think and tell ourselves around money and what we're capable of, because now we have the opportunity to shift it. We have the opportunity to alchemize it. Yes, I know. Very, very fancy. I try to throw that that word in whenever I can. But so if you're newer to the podcast or maybe you've been listening for a while but need a little bit of a refresher, I came from a family that didn't have a lot of money, but we were good. We were well off. I think my stepdad was very showy and very performative with his money. And so he would drive very fancy cars and my mom would buy me nice outfits and things like that. But we never really had a lot of money. It was all very uh, surface level. And at 16 years old, when my uh, stepdad and my mom ended up separating, which I was so happy about them doing, I cannot stand him. That is my one my one wound that I haven't healed quite yet. And don't judge me. I'm still working on other ones. I'll get to that one later. When they separated, you know, I thought that that was going to be the turning point where 
everything was going to be easier and more expansive for my mom, my sister, and I. And that a lot of the pain and the manipulation and the abuse that she was going through would just be gone, you know, that it would all just kind of evaporate and vanish, you know, and that's obviously not always the case. Sometimes it is. In this case, it was not. And shortly after they separated, we were evicted from our home. We were living in like a tiny little two bedroom. We were evicted from our home. And shortly after that, my mom's car was repossessed. And shortly after that, we ended up getting on food stamps and my mom would go down to the church every weekend on Saturdays and pick up big bags of food uh, to be able to feed us for the week. And we were staying, you know, at one of her coworkers' houses. We stayed at a past neighbor's house. We stayed at our um, family member's house. And, you know, I would try to stay at like my boyfriend at the time's house because it was just so rough and challenging to not have our own space, not have my own room, Um, you know, being a, gosh, I'd say junior in high school. And so for me, having that happen really, you know, as I was starting to have like my life develop and my own identity develop was very challenging to have to swallow that. And, you know, as I was growing into who I thought I was going to become this shit, (laughs) all of the, all of these things started being piled onto me. And so it was very confusing for my identity and really created a lot of beliefs and stories around money, a lot of embarrassment, a lot of shame, especially coming from the area that I did, which is, you know, Northern LA County, Calabasas, Agora area. Coming from that area, I just felt so much shame and so much embarrassment and did not want anyone to know the truth about my family or what we were dealing with or that we didn't have a home. And I remember my mom had this like super old Volvo and I was so embarrassed to, to, to drive it to school. And I just remember like being so self-deprecating too. Like I didn't want anyone to make fun of me. So I just made fun of myself and, um, you know, use drugs and alcohol to numb a lot of the embarrassment and the shame that I experienced from that whole season of life. And the way in which I handled it was to just like go into workhorse mode and not ever look back. I did not want to ever be in that position again. I never wanted to put myself in the position of not being able to provide for myself or to feed myself or not be able to have the things that I wanted to have. I didn't want to look at like the car that I drove or the clothes that I wore or the food that was on my table and, you know, be embarrassed by any of it, especially because I had, you know, girlfriends that were driving Range Rovers and um, that had these beautiful houses with horse property and had all these designer bags and all of this stuff, you know, and I had nothing. And, you know, of course, looking back now, 10 years later, 12 years later, I recognize how, you know, surface level all of that stuff is and really is not the point of, of, of any of life. Um, however, you know, as a 16, 17 year old girl, that was everything to me. And I'm sure so many of you can resonate with that, especially those of you that went through a lot of financial hardship in, um, your early years, but 
I really wanted to share that to just kind of highlight where where I was at and how much things have shifted for me. Like truly how impactful the work that I've done over the past, I would say about four to five years has been on my overall relationship with money. And even more than that, my relationship with fulfillment and with success. Because there was a point in my corporate job. So my background is in digital marketing. I used to build websites. I used to run social media campaigns. I did branding. Basically anything in the digital marketing space, I did it. And um, that's why I'm so passionate about business coaching and really incorporating also the intuition into it um, and not just the strategy because when I was working in the corporate space, it was all strategy. And so it's so much fun to really have like that whole brain experience of both the right and the left sides of the brain, the logical and the uh, creative. So anyways, what I realized in that time when I was like 21 years old and making, I think like sixty-five, seventy $70,000 a year, once I got that promotion... And now I look back at it, I'm like, that's not really that much. Um, but that was so much to me because I didn't even have a, a college degree. I realized that there really isn't an amount on a paycheck that will ever bring you true happiness and true fulfillment. And so what you need to focus on instead of the number is doing something and living a life that actually brings you that fulfillment and that joy and that passion and that purpose versus just doing something because that's how you make money. And I think that that's a belief that a lot of us have is like, oh, you know, well, this is just my work. This is my job. And over the weekends, I get to have fun. Or this is, you know, you're not actually supposed to enjoy your job or like your job. Gosh, I remember all of the times I used to say that to myself in my head and just like how bullshit that is. Not true at all. Um, So anyways, this is your (laughs) little permission slip to question that belief and decide that that is not your story anymore. But really, like I said, I wanted to talk to you about like three things that you can do to start to shift your relationship. And these are really like higher level energetic things as well as more actionable things that you can do for yourself right now to start shifting your relationship with money and know that it's a consistent, consistent action and energetic and mindset shift that you do. I still have to do it. I still have times where I will feel lack come up or scarcity come up and I have to guide myself through these three steps and they are fail-proof. They work every single time and they get you back into a space of abundance. And when you're in a space of abundance, it really just allows for the floodgates to open up to you to receive in so many different ways, you know, and receiving doesn't always necessarily have to be in the form of money. It can be in so many other forms. And I think that what we forget is is that the money is just a means to an end. So what is the end? Again, going back to it, it's that joy, that fulfillment, that passion, that purpose. It's the connection that we have with our family. It's safety, it's security, it's optionality, it's freedom. Those are the end goals. The means is the money. The means is the success. And so when we can remind ourselves of that, We can recognize and open ourselves to receive joy, fulfillment, passion, et cetera, in so many different ways besides just money. And that allows us to really experience those feelings here and now versus attaching them to a dollar amount or attaching them to that next milestone. So anyways, 
looking at where I was at then versus where I'm at now, I'm so grateful that I made sure to do the inner work and to really look at my beliefs, my stories, look at where I was making excuses, look at where I was, you know, telling myself things that were not in greatest alignment with who I wanted to be and addressing them from the start. And, you know, obviously like we're like onions, we peel back these layers. And so it's been multifaceted, multi-layered. but I'm so happy that I started doing that work from the beginning. I got really curious. I was willing to look at my shadow. I was willing to learn new things and unlearn things that weren't in alignment because now that I do make a lot of money. Now that I do have $20,000, $30,000, $50,000 launches, I feel the joy. I feel the fulfillment. I'm not asking, oh, well, is this all that there is? Or I'm not hitting that like depression point of getting the money and recognizing that that wasn't actually what was bringing me the joy or fulfillment and being disappointed from that. Um, I was listening to a podcast with James Wedmore and um, Manifestation Babe. Catherine, I don't know how to say her last name, but I want to have her on the podcast because she's amazing. Um, I recently like that dove into her work and I'm like, damn, she's awesome. Uh, we share a lot of similar beliefs. And so anyways, I was listening to her podcast and she had James Wedmore on, who's fantastic as well too. And he was sharing how he had his first launch uh, or not his first launch, but his first big launch was $400,000. He did it with Lewis Howes. And when it happened in like under 30 days, it happened or over the course of 30 days, they made $400,000 and he hadn't done like any of this work at all. But once he got that money, once the launch was over, he went into this deep depression because all of the feelings that he associated with money did not actually come with the money. And so I want to bring that up before we start diving into like really starting to attract money and shift shift into that energetic frequency of abundance because this work is really important to do alongside it because the money is not the actual end goal. It's not. The purse is not the end goal. The car is not the end goal. It is the feelings that we associate with those things that are the actual end goal. And we can receive those feelings in so many different ways and we can receive them right here and right now. We can start doing the work right here and right now to feel those things so that when we get the money, we already have those feelings and it's just a side effect. It's just an added bonus. So I hope that that makes sense. What I've experienced is that when you, like I said, when you make the money and you're not actually doing this work of like really uncovering your shadow, feeling fulfillment, feeling connection. You know, if you're overworking and not paying attention to your family or to your loved one, um, you know, working long hours or you're constantly stressed and you're not actually focusing on what's important in the journey, then once you get to the destination or whatever the milestone is, it's not going to hold the same the same punch, the same, the same associated feelings as um, you may expect it to. So anyways, we're going to start there because that's really important to note that it's not the money. It is the feelings that we expect the money to be associated to or with. And you can experience those feelings right here, right now. And even these things that we're going to be talking about are going to help you to start feeling those things right here and right now. And that's a big part of it actually too, is that in order to become abundant, we have to feel abundant. Um, but I'm going to get into that in just a second. And so the first thing 
the very first step, number one, as it goes to moving into a more attractive state, moving into an abundant state of mind, starting to attract more money is really remembering that any story you are telling yourself right now is a story. And there's different types of money stories. Maybe you have the story that you can't make a lot of money from doing what you love. Maybe you have the story very similar to me that in order to be successful or in order to make a lot of money, you have to struggle or you have to work really long hours or it's going to be a few years or 10 years or more than that for you to be able to make the money that you envision yourself making. Maybe you think that money is evil. Maybe you think that you can make money, but you're not good at keeping it. Or on the other hand, maybe you struggle to let it go and have a lot of feelings of lack and scarcity come up when it comes to giving money away or not even giving money away, but just buying something or investing in yourself or giving someone, a homeless person on the street, $5. Maybe you struggle to let go of the money. These are all just stories. And I want to remind you that anything that you have learned can be unlearned. Those are all things that you've learned. You have seen those stories play out in front of you, whether it be from past experiences, from your parents or, you know, whoever um, was around when you were younger. Maybe you've seen it on Instagram. Maybe you've seen it in a movie. There's all of these ways that we absorb different stories and program our mind to believe those stories, but it can all be unlearned. And so as like number one, again, remembering that it's a story, I also want you to remember that like, and maybe be reminded of this, or this is your first time hearing it, is that you get to choose. You get to choose, you get to decide, and why not you? Don't forget that there are thousands, if not hundreds of thousands, maybe not hundreds of thousands, but thousands of examples around you of success. If you choose, if you decide that making money gets to be fun, if you decide that you want to only work two or three hours a day and make a ton of money, if you decide that you following what you love doing and going all in on your passion is going to make you $100,000 or seven figures, you will be shown examples of that. And I guarantee it. That's just how it works. We decide and the world will reflect our decision. I'm going to say that again. We decide and the world will reflect our decision. All right, you guys, we're taking a quick break from this episode because I want to share with you True Botanicals, which is my favorite right now to make sure that I am not stacking on the macne, aka mask acne, and really taking care of my skin and just having an awesome beauty routine while stuck at home. If you're like me, you've probably had a lot of travel canceled, a lot of events canceled, and just life has been shaken up in a lot of ways. And I just feel like what we put on our body, what we put in our body and our beauty routine overall shouldn't be one of the things that we have to cancel or trade off. And given what's going on in the world right now, I just have really enjoyed having a 
restful and spa-like experience with my beauty products to relieve stress, to take care of myself and to enhance my overall well-being. And I love True Botanicals for that because their products smell so good. They work so well and they are filled with natural and organic ingredients. They have skin and body products that really deliver results without toxins so you can feel good while working from home. I love their clear line for really making sure that your skin is staying clear and not breaking out. So if you have acne prone skin, I suggest using their clear line. Um, That's specifically for breakout prone skin, but they also have face oils for aging. They have a hydrating face cleanser. They have products for sensitive skin and nutrient packed serums. Their serums are amazing, you guys. Oh my gosh. Um, And you know, unlike most non-toxic ingredients and products, True Botanical Solutions actually work to repair skin issues. So I absolutely love them. Took me a while to find them and I'm so happy that I do. And that's why I'm really excited to be sharing them with you guys. So if you haven't tried True Botanicals, you got to try them for yourself and you'll get 15% off of your first purchase at truebotanicals.com slash alchemized. Again, that's 15% off your first purchase at truebotanicals.com forward slash alchemized. I love their line for acne prone skin, but again, they have products for aging. They have products for, um, you know, balancing hormones. So if you are looking for a safe and effective regimen, these products are amazing. One more time, you'll get 15% off at truebotanicals.com forward slash alchemized. And finally, before we jump back into the episode, you guys know, I absolutely love better help. So Because we are dealing with lots of stress right now in so many different ways, I think it's really important to have someone that is non-biased to speak to in the times when we are feeling different outside forces or even inner forces starting to get in the way of our overall happiness and just our, you know, perspective of life overall. And that's why BetterHelp has been so helpful for me throughout all of 2020, really, you know, (laughs) it's been a year, you guys. Um, And what I love about BetterHelp not only is that they are affordable, like much more affordable than traditional offline counseling. They also have financial aid available too. And so if you have wanted to work with a counselor or a licensed therapist, but haven't necessarily had the funds to be able to do so, I highly suggest BetterHelp as a place to start. And what's amazing about BetterHelp is that there's so many different ways that you can talk to counselors. So you could do like a tech support, you could do um, call support, you could also do video support. So it really allows you to be met where you're at in your journey of talking to a licensed professional therapist. BetterHelp, it's all online. You also have an app that is password protected or face protected uh, or face scanning protected, whatever that is. And so everything is kept very, very locked down and only kept between you and your therapist. Also, you can change your therapist at any time. They're really all about making sure that you are getting the greatest impact and the greatest support based off of your needs. So if you haven't already tried BetterHelp out, highly suggest doing so. Again, this has been my saving grace for the entire year of 2020 and you know 2019 as well too, because even if you aren't going through something massive in your life, it's nice to have someone there to talk to that is unbiased. And you can start communicating in under 24 hours with BetterHelp licensed professional therapists. So anyways, I know I've been talking a while, but if you guys have yet to try BetterHelp, you'll get 10% off of your first month by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash alchemized. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L lp.com forward slash alchemize for 10% off your first month. On a very 
neurological level, we have our reticular activating system. And I know I talk about this from time to time, but in our brain, we have our RAS, our reticular activating system. And you've probably heard this example before, but if you're thinking about buying a car, let's see, for me, and when I decided that I wanted to buy a Range Rover, which I never ended up buying again, (laughs) I can tell that story another time, but again, the surface level things. But once I decided that I wanted a Range Rover, I saw them freaking everywhere, everywhere. Every single time I would drive my car, I would see a Range Rover on the road. And that is our reticular activating system funneling the decision so we see more of it. So we can see in our external reflection evidence that supports the belief, evidence that supports the choice. And so what if you decided right here And right now to choose a new story. What would that story be? Because if someone else has it, if someone else can reflect that story back to you, then that means that you can have it too. And even if someone outside of you isn't reflecting that back to you, you can have it. Because you get to choose first. And from your choice you will be reflected in the external world, that decision. And I can give you a perfect example. One of my private clients, who's actually going to be coming on the podcast soon, started working with me when they very, very first launched their business. So they weren't making any money in their business yet. They were just running workshops online. And I think they had made a little under $1,000 from their very first launch, which we did together. And then they decided to launch another course. And this was three months into their business, four months into their business. And this course, which is still open for enrollment, has already netted them over $8,000. Over $8,000 in their fourth month of business. Over $8,000. That's a six-figure month. And the reason why, besides it being a totally dope product, and them being so in alignment with their offer and excited and obsessed with what they're bringing into the world and really coming from a place of service, which we'll talk about in a moment, they chose from the beginning. They decided from the beginning that they were going to be successful. They had the intention of being successful because that's why they hired me. They didn't hire me thinking that they were just going to be flushing money down the drain. No, they went into it deciding and choosing that they were going to be successful. And so what they have seen in return is a reflection of that decision. And so you get to choose. We are constantly being shown what is possible. And you can see that in movies. You can see that in um, on Instagram. You can hear it through podcasts, whatever it might be. And instead of contracting and closing off when you see what's possible, and that could be an example like, oh, well, that happens for her, but it won't happen for me, or getting triggered and hearing your old stories and beliefs come up. Instead of contracting, how can you lean into expansion? Wow. If she can have it, that means that I can have it too. Or wow, the universe is showing me what's possible. Wow, I'm going to add that to my little uh, manifestation shopping cart right now because I see that and I want it and I know and I'm choosing right now that I get to have that. That is expansion. And that is the energy of shifting out of old stories and beginning to identify and choose new stories. 
So remember, step one, you get to choose. Notice your stories. Notice the past, you know, perceived failures. Notice the past identities that you've been holding on to because we don't want to just bypass them and choose a new story. You do want to be aware of it because then when it comes up, you can say, ah, there I go again. That's okay. I'm choosing new. We, we don't want to bypass anything. And so identify your old stories, but remember that you are infinite in your potential and your human identities, your past human stories are not something that you have to go down with anymore. We are constantly evolving and changing and transforming and shifting and shaking things up. And so, wow, what a wonderful opportunity to see a story come up and actively choose a new story that is expansive, that lights you up, that shows you what's possible, that aligns you with the version of yourself that is successful that does receive money with ease, that does what they love and gets paid for it. So that's number one. So the second one, which is always, always, always my medicine for lack and scarcity is to get into service, get into service. And I shared this in a past episode around the channeled messages from money, but Service and money are in the same energetic vibration. We use money as a form of service. We use money to serve our values. We use money to serve the things that are important to us, which are our values, our morals. We use money to serve the companies that we love, the people that we love, the food that we love. And so energy, as far as energy goes, money and service are in that same energetic frequency. And so when you get into service, you are getting into the same energetic frequency as money. And when you get into service, you increase your capacity to give, which directly affects your capacity to receive. And this doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be like giving money away. No, 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 no. You could also use use your, your energy, your time, your expertise to be of service to someone outside of yourself. Because that is what abundant people do. Abundant people don't hold back. Abundant people aren't clinging to their money, their time, their resources. I mean, in a lot of cases, you know, abundant people do have boundaries, healthy boundaries. I definitely don't just like hop on a call with anyone and offer all of my services for free, but I always come from a place of abundance when it comes to being in service. I never hold back on information when I am sharing on Instagram or in a workshop, I always make sure it's very, very high value, even if it's free or something that's low, uh, low ticket. But what this does isn't necessarily make me go into this tailspin of, oh, I'm giving too much away for free and they're not going to want to sign up for my course or they're not going to want to invest in me. No, that's not not the case at all because I know that I have an abundant flow of ideas and creative inspired solutions and possibilities that I can always offer to myself and to my clients. And so I just know that when I am giving and serving in whatever capacity, that that is also increasing my capacity to receive. And so if you're ever feeling, if you're in a state of lack or scarcity and feeling like you're clinging too much to the little that you have or whatever you have, get into service. If you are focusing too much on the numbers or where's the client going to come from? Where's the money going to come from? Get out of your head, get into your heart and get into service. Service is in the same energetic frequency as money. So the money becomes a byproduct of the service. 
And in addition to that, service comes from the heart. It comes from the heart. And the heart is always abundant. Love is abundant. Your heart is abundant. Service is abundant. And money gets to be abundant too when we get into that energy. And so you can even ask yourself, what does abundance look like to me? What does an abundant person look like to me? Not just the surface level material, Range Rover, cute purse, cute clothes, whatever, but like, what is their energy? How do they show up? Someone who's abundant, how do they show up? Well, they show up on their Instagram stories and they share with excitement from their heart and they give a lot of value to everyone in their community. They don't hold back and aren't super protective and have walls up around people in person or online. They're very abundant and giving. And so if when I think about someone who's abundant, I think about giving. I think about overflow. I think about the person who, you know, wants to share their different things with you, whether it be uh, their energy or their uh, resources or their knowledge. They're, they're very giving. And so when you can identify what abundance looks like to you, then you can start to embody the abundant version of yourself. And so that really leads into number three. So again, number one is you get to choose the story. You get to choose, and from that choice, you will be reflected that in your external world. Number two is to get into service. So again, service and money operate in that same energetic frequency. So money becomes inevitable when you are in service. And then number three is to make decisions from the abundant you. So when you identify what abundance looks like, you can understand and have a clear picture of what the abundant version of yourself looks like. Oftentimes, what I see is that a lot of individuals in this community and many other communities, I'm a part of lots of Facebook groups even, will make decisions from their past. They'll make decisions from their present. They'll make decisions from what they know and have experienced already, but they don't make decisions from what the abundant version of themselves knows. And we can tap into that literally at any given point just by asking the question, what would that version of myself do? Because instantly what happens is that when we ask that question, we shift our perspective and our subconscious starts to think of a new perspective. Our subconscious starts to try and answer that question. Our mind starts to try and answer that question. And in doing so, our perspective shifts. In doing so, we step outside of what we know, venture into the unknown, and in that space are able to see from a new perspective. And from that new perspective, we're able to shift the way in which we show up. We're able to take different actions, think different things, speak in different ways, show up differently. And so making the decisions from the abundant version of ourselves simply just means that we are taking steps, walking towards that version of ourselves versus walking backward by making decisions from a past version of ourselves. And it's so easy. It's not rocket science. It's not some like fancy formula that you have to pay thousands and thousands of dollars to unlock. These are very, very simple things that you can start doing today to start shifting your relationship to money and abundance overall. And I think that we want it to be really complicated. Like we want it to be very complicated and challenging and hard because then it kind of takes the pressure off of why we haven't started doing it already. But 
as you start to really not only conceptualize these things, so I'm not just like telling you these things so you can think about it. I'm telling you these things so you can do it um, because experience is how we truly learn and how we truly can step forward and embody this new version of ourselves. Um, I'm not telling you this just to conceptualize it. Like I'm telling you these so you can start implementing them today and hopefully you will. And hopefully you'll start seeing some big shifts and just overall how you show up as a human being. But this is really a way for you to move forward quickly, rapidly, and start to become the version of you that you've always dreamt of being that's already inside of you. And we know that they're inside of you because the moment that you start to make decisions from the abundant version of you, you start becoming that version. And that's so freaking cool. And so these are really the three main steps. And like I said, they're very easy for you to implement, but it's a consistency thing. And I know for me, accountability was so huge with just really making sure to get outside of those old stories to kind of have someone be like, hey, I got this flashlight that's shining on where this story might still be showing up to really ask me the right questions so I could get out of my own way and get out of those past uh, projections of how I thought life was going to look and instead look into the future. And that's why I'm so excited about Catalyst. I know I've been talking about it a lot, but I'm going to talk about it a little bit more because the group is coming up soon. And uh, when I think about why Catalyst, it just really takes me back to remembering what a necessity this was for me when I was at my wits end with building my business and feeling like I kept hitting a wall, feeling like I was working so damn hard, but barely seeing anything in return and really just wanting there to be another way, a better way. I kept asking that question of, is this all that there is? I kept feeling like my words were falling flat, like I wasn't actually engaging with the community that I wanted to or that I wasn't making the impact that I wanted to. And I have, you know, I have such a big heart and I know that so many of you that listen to this podcast do as well. And it's disheartening. It's it's challenging to have such a big heart and have such a big message, but feel like it's not sticking. Feel like launch after launch, you are not getting the interest that you expected. You're not getting the response that you expected. You're not getting the money that you expected. And it just kind of feels like a damn, like when is this thing actually going to work? And so Catalyst was born out of my own necessity to stop waking up in the morning and feeling like every single time I checked my inbox, I didn't have any applications for my programs or I didn't have any sales. Catalyst was born out of the necessity that I had to, or that I wanted to have people around me that understand that stood the journey. Catalyst was born because I wanted to be able to take all of the failures, all of the lessons that I had learned throughout my journey and let you know that there is a better way and that you don't have to take as much time or fall down as many times as I did in order to find the success that I have now. And so if you have been feeling the pull to join Catalyst, coming back to this conversation around money, I want to remind you, make decisions from the abundant you. The version of you that is already making five figures a month, already doing six figures a year, do they invest in themselves? I bet they do. I know that the abundant version of me did. And even though that decision to invest in myself when I hired my first coach was terrifying and I had no idea where the money was going to come from, I knew that I had to step outside of my past story and step into the story that 
I get to be abundant, that that was going to be the moment when everything changed for my bank account, for my community and for my business and for my family. And so what happened for me making that decision is that that was reflected in my relationship with my coach and everything shifted for me. Everything shifted for me. I started actually consistently making over five figures a month. I started showing up on social media, on my podcast and my email list in such an impactful and profound way that people literally started messaging me and saying, you have shifted so much. If you're listening to this, you probably have sent me that message. And um, I received that with so much love because I know that I've shifted a lot and I want the same exact thing for you. I want you to feel radiant. I want you to feel confident. I want you to know that like you get to have it all and you get to claim that, you get to choose that and that will be reflected in your decision in the world around you. So with that being said, if you guys have any interest in applying for Catalyst, I would absolutely love to support you. It starts at the end of the month. It's a 10-week group program. Um, There's one-on-one options available as well as just the group. Either way, it's fucking awesome. And I'm so excited. This is the second round that we're doing it. And I just can't wait for this group that's coming in. It's it's just going to be so much fun. So if you're looking to scale your business online, if you're really looking to create an online business where you have scalable offerings, so you're not just trading time for money, but really able to be in your zone of genius doing what you love, making an impact and an income and apply for Catalyst. You can go to avajohanna.com forward slash Catalyst, or you can go to the link in the show notes. There's an application in there. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode. I would love to hear your biggest takeaway. What step are you going to start integrating today in order to shift your relationship with money? Where do you feel like you can grow into the abundant version of you even more How can you get into even more service? How can you allow yourself to increase your capacity to give, therefore increasing your capacity to receive? And what does abundance look like? Remember, you get to choose all of this. And I hope that this episode in my story is simply exposing you to what is possible in your life as well. So make sure if you are sharing your biggest takeaway to tag the podcast at The Alchemized Life. Again, everything that you need to know about today's episode is in the show notes. I will see you guys next week and I love you all so damn much. Thank you for being a part of this community. Enjoy the rest of your day.